0: Welcome back to Left of Normal, where everything that isn't right is left, and everything that is left is right. I'm your host, Scott Seary. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is, if you're a regular listener, also welcome. For those who want to know more about why this podcast is titled Left of Normal, episodes 1 and 2 discuss that aspect. So, when you're done with this as when you're done with this episode, check out the beginnings and then, you know, all the things in the middle too because it's all really good stuff. So for 5 weeks starting near the end of July and through the majority of August, I was gone every weekend. And it wasn't actually just weekends. It was three or four day weekends. A couple of business ventures and a handful of backpacking trips where I could escape the confines of society and venture off into the woods to fight some grizzly bears. So I'm proud to report that I was indeed successful in all of my grizzly bear fights. Mostly because I'm like really strong and able to fight those things off no problem. I'm batting 100% here Uh, Zero bear encounters and zero of the bears won, so that's like a perfect record, right? So while getting away from society and the people therein was great, what I didn't quite realize when I was booking all these outings was that every single weekend was a major disruption to my routine. And that kind of stressed me out. Well. I could just cancel the pack trips, and, but I had already made these commitments to go. And so that stressed me out even more, knowing that I really couldn't get out of any of the obligations. So, I did what I always do when stress or worry starts to creep in. I look at what's going on, and I analyze each portion of my life to discover what's actually causing the stress or worry. And then once I've pinpointed it, I took the steps to make sure that everything within my control was controlled, and anything outside of my control was best prepared for, but kind of just left to in, in the hands of God to make sure it was fully taken care of. Part of what was in my control was the amount of work that I was doing. or perhaps more to the point, the amount of kind of extra stuff I had going on that wasn't at the top of the priority list. And I am sad to say that you, dear listeners, fell near the bottom. So instead of stressing out over making sure I had everything in order for this podcast and then publishing a new episode each week, instead I went back through and I revisited all the older casts that I, that had the most listens and seemed to be the most popular. I then replayed those for those of you who may have forgotten or the new people that may have not been able to hear them before. So now I have no excuses. We are back into the swing of things and we will once again have our regular, regularly scheduled programming. This week's programming, is all about Asperger's and autism on the big and or little screen. So Hollywood loves to foray into the world they don't fully understand. They love to show off that they're woke and they try to bring awareness to things and most of the time they ultimately just royally F it all up. They did not fail to live up to expectations with about 90% of the examples I was able to think of when considering Left of Normal portrayals. So we'll head through a few of them and I'll kind of let you know my thoughts on what they got right and what they got oh so wrong. We'll start with probably the most well known the movie Rain Man. Back in the 1980s, Dustin Hoffman's character is an autistic savant. And it's actually based on a true story, but the real life Rain Man doesn't have autism. So right off the bat, Hollywood is conflating autism with high intelligence or really an incredible memory. But at the time, the disorder wasn't fully understood, wasn't as well understood as it is now. And so it was really kind of just an attempt to make awareness that, hey, this is a condition that exists. Fast forward just a few years and What's Eating Gilbert Grape hit the theaters. In this movie, Gilbert is dealing with his little brother, Arnie, who is supposed to be autistic. Uh, Although there are a handful of other mental illnesses that seem to accompany his autism, But the underlying issues seem to stem from being on the spectrum again it was kind of a good stab at the autism spectrum disorder but it really showed more extreme examples and a lot of other accompanying issues all right so two older movies that kind of sort of help through help people through knowing that autism exists but nothing that really does the general public much good. Now, throughout the years, there have been some movies that were made specifically focused on autism spectrum disorder, and the main characters, the whole thing was, hey, this person has been diagnosed with this. I haven't actually watched a lot of those, in part because I think it's a bit cheesy to completely focus an entire concept of a movie on the disorder itself, but of course it's just as cheesy to create a storyline around an autistic character just to make a feel-good movie. Lately, however, uh, Left of Normal characters have been a little better incorporated into the plots without a specific focus on their Left of Normalness. Most of these come on the small screen, aka television Television shows. We're going to start with the Big Bang Theory. Starting there in part because it's the oldest one on my list and it's what I find to be one of the most annoying representations. On the good side, Sheldon Cooper is intelligent, socially awkward, and very dedicated to his research. The good side meaning it's these are accurate things about being on the spectrum. Uh, those who are on the spectrum understand that they tend not to be very good with people. And so a lot of times they will avoid social things and then dive into their special interest because that's what makes them feel good and makes them feel like they are accepted and accomplished. The bad part about this show, however, is that it is completely over the top. Uh, The character is absolutely eccentric, a bit maniacal, and just makes him look too weird. The concepts there, The portrayal flops. Moving on to another, what I believe to be a rather absurd example, is The Good Doctor. In this show, Dr. Sean Murphy is a surgeon with autism. The title isn't like wordplay or anything. It's not that he does good, it's that he's actually good at being a doctor. And it shows that those on the spectrum can be highly dedicated to learning something and learning it extremely well. Now, this show won a lot of praise from specialists, saying it was a very accurate portrayal of the condition, and I absolutely hated it, in part because of that annoying factor. The good doctor spoke in this weird, offbeat manner that's kinda hard to mimic, but it's something along the lines of, That's not the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be done like this. I can't change the method that it's supposed to be done. Something along those lines. I probably butchered it. Look it up. I find it annoying. Anyway, so how about some examples that don't absolutely suck? Let's throw back to around 2010 when a terrible TV show called Parenthood came out. The show itself sucked. It was just a bunch of people arguing all the time but they did have a character, Max Braverman, who was diagnosed with Asperger's. It was the first instance where I saw Asperger's portrayed actually accurately. Where he didn't quite understand sarcasm or idioms, he was very smart and highly routine-regimented, he was quiet and he stuck to himself, but he could actually put himself out there if he needed to. I caught a part of one episode where he ran for student office And he actually used his diagnosis as a springboard. He fully admitted, I'm a weirdo. That's because of my diagnosis, but it also helps me understand school politics a little bit better. So just a year before that show came out, uh, the TV show Community came out. In this show, the character Abed was told by another character Probably, I think it was episode 2 or something, very early on, that he had Asperger's. But throughout the entire series, he never actually acknowledges it. They never go much farther than some of the characters are like, hey, you have Asperger's. But the portrayal, however, is all there. Abed's special interests are in TV and movies, he's highly intelligent, generally quiet, and he doesn't quickly pick up on social cues. Now the huge difference between Abed in community and Sheldon in the Big Bang Theory is that Abed delivers the jokes, but he nor his condition are ever the brunt of the jokes. The Big Bang Theory makes Sheldon the brunt of a lot of those jokes. All right, so let's end our examples on my favorite representation. Uh, Probably because many of my interests are very similar to this particular character. There's no mention throughout the entire series of him being left to normal. It's not even alluded to. But when you see it, you see it. The character is Ron Swanson in the show Parks and Rec. He's quiet. He keeps to himself. He loves nature, loves working with his hands. And he has a routine that he follows and... He has these lists, like one point where he goes to a buffet that he have, he hates being at that place, but they serve his they serve bacon wrapped shrimp, and he explains that it's his third favorite meat wrapped in his first favorite meat. His left of normalness was solidified in my mind when Leslie Nope threw him a birthday party that consisted of a bottle of whiskey a stake and watching his favorite movies all alone. So here's a handful of examples of how, how Hollywood took a stab at portraying the left of normal person. I believe some of them completely missed the mark, some of them kind of hit it but didn't quite make it, and actually the two best examples weren't even on the spectrum, weren't even shown to be on the spectrum at all. One of them, Ron Swanson, they didn't even allude to it or say it might be a thing. Now, of course, Hollywood, Hollywood's primary focus is to entertain, not to enter, not to inform. So we really can't expect to hit up our favorite movie or TV show and get real accurate information about really anything. It's all about suspending our disbelief, turning off our brains for a bit, and letting ourselves melt away into a big meat pile of mush. Next time, we'll get into a little more discussion on meat piles of mush, and but for now, you've had a peek into the world where everything left is right, and if it feels right, then it must be left. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe please join our Facebook community and feel free to ask any questions that you have over there. Remember, Hollywood is for entertainment, not actually for learning stuff. And of course, share this with your friends, whether they are left, normies, or right.